let's make sure it's recording and not muted. I think it's good. I I have this great dream <laughs> of like the day that, not the day that you're married, because that'll be different. Very specific. <laughs> Very specific day. But like, you're going to be married and like... 55 and you're just gonna be Phyllis from the office where like people will be talking about whatever and then you'll like come in with like this cute little snide sexual comment and everyone's like oh what oh ooh, girl oh are you getting it and just like Bob and I like to not that I want you to marry a Bob because that's my dad's name yeah that'd be weird that's always strange to be like you married a Bob they're they make those do they make bombs? I feel like honestly, I'm not sure that's a thing right now. In our, in our generation and the generation after, I'm sure Bob is like a like it'll come back. It's still a joke name. Yeah. Yes, but like Robert, yeah. I feel like people will, would still call their children like Robert. Yeah, Robert. Yeah, and or Rob. Robbie. I know plenty of Robs, but like yeah, but like if Bob's is skipping a couple <laughs> generations. Yeah. <laughs> it became everyone's joke name, and I'm like, my dad's name is Bob. So watch it. <laughs> So watch it. Yeah, Phyllis is your, like, perfect office character. So who's your office character? That's really hard. It is really hard. Because, like, sometimes I feel like Creed. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I feel like, um, sometimes I hear myself when I think that I'm, um, like, Mindy. (laughs) Yeah, you're a weird combination because I'd almost put like describe you sometimes. Like you might like be Jim. an Ed Helms character sometimes. Oh Lord! <laughs> Just yes. because he's like, I'm gonna sing now. And Is his like, name Andy? Maybe I can't remember his I name. I just think of Andy Dwyer. I just get stuck just, on Parks and Rec. Man, I know because that that's so, so that's so good. easy to pinpoint for me. Yeah, it's a little. Actually, I don't, I'm not sure which Parks and Rec character I would be. It's like. I just got a little bit of all of it because sometimes I'm, <laughs> sometimes I'm, even my assistants were like, you say things sometimes. And I'm like, yeah, it's a little Michael Scottish. <laughs> my boss, however, has said that she like, has like watches The Office and like relates to Michael Scott. Oh, no. <laughs> like he's trying so hard yeah. to just be a good boss. And, like, no one's paying attention. <laughs> like, I totally get it. Like, that makes sense. And it's a super bummer. But sometimes I'm real Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm not that. I'm not Pam very often. Pam gets real, like, like real sly in, like, the later seasons. Yeah, she does. Like, her, like, her snarkiness comes out quite mm-hmm. a bit, which is nice. But, yeah, maybe I'm, like, a weird Ed Helms... <laughs> combo with like whatever the day slash was. mindy slash but i don't am i as obnoxious as them no i don't know one of my assistants last night said that she was gonna make like a little coffee table book of weird things that i say and i was like please it'll be our new inspirational wrap-up at the end of the night after our like meetings at the end we're like who has an inspirational wrap-up but it's usually like a quote from the internet i should just start playing quotes from a podcast <laughs> As inspirational wrap-ups. Just read whatever Lin-Manuel tweets for the day. I'd be like, okay. <laughs> That's a really good idea. His, his morning and goodnight tweets. I'd be like, I think morning. he's actually making a book of them. So, which, I mean, I made you some last year. Right, so he totally stole our idea. But. He totally did. 
Uh, we should send them to him as inspiration. We should. Here, Lynn. I so, had a dream about Lynn recently. Yeah? No. Maybe I was just talking about goats in a boat. <laughs> maybe that's the dream. The dream. <laughs> that's our reality. See, that is the... So, that goat goats in a boat video is the kind of thing that I would dream about. And but then try real. to tell people about. Yeah. And they'd be like, what a weird dream. <laughs> but now I'm like, now it's out there in the world. So, I can yeah. be like, no, this is what no. my dreams are like. And it's like... <laughs> Do good synchronized singing. <laughs> Trying to think of summer quotes. <laughs> Do good in a boat. So like I'm, I'm interested to see what this, how this book turns out because I follow a bunch of like famous graphic designers on Twitter, <gasps> and at least one of them responded to him when he said, "Should I make this a book?" and was like, "I'm totally in to help you." So it could be super awesome. My glob. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> or at least, like, a very interesting, like, nerd Venn diagram intersection. So. Uh, <laughs> it's so good. I'm so sad that you pinpointed me as a <laughs> Mostly for the enthusiasm. But I didn't go to Cornell. Yes, for the enthusiasm and the bursts of song. <laughs> yes, yes, not for the annoyance. Not for, like, the. Wow, this guy sucks. Yeah, not for that. <laughs> I think. I think. Sometimes I also feel a little bit like Oscar. It just, like, depends on the day. It just, yeah, it just kind of depends on the situation I'm in, where I'm like, who am I being now? Um, I will say my brother really enjoys being Creed. I believe, like, yeah. when I, like, Rob, you can find him on our Anastasia, Anastasia or Westworld, Westworld yeah. episodes. He loves acting like Creed, man. That's, like, uh. his, like, spirit animal is Creed. Creed's always, like, ducking from the laws. <laughs> My all-time favorite is when Creed wants to start a blog. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Ryan's like, the world's not ready for that. So he just opens a Word document and writes Creed's blog at the top. <laughs> just tells him to save it every time he writes a post. Yeah, man. It's my favorite it. little joke. <laughs> oh, it's so good. The world's not ready for that. Here. Here you are. I do feel like Ryan often. He was the other one I was trying to pinpoint, but I was like, no, I'm super Kelly. When I, like, want to be, mm-hmm. I can be very Kelly. <laughs> In ways that I'm not proud of. <laughs> the world's not ready for that. Lordy. I'm glad we had this talk. Yeah. Uh, you ready for this podcast? Yeah. Awesome. Play the intro. Everybody rewind your podcast <laughs> and play the intro. <laughs> we'll just put the intro music in here. Wait, what? Wait, what? Where are we? What's happening? Oh, hi. Hey, viewing party listeners. You made it to this podcast. You found us online. Hope you use the hashtag mini pot squad. Wesley and Katie and the cats. <laughs> Watching movies, eating snacks. We're not sponsored by anybody. We don't even have a Patreon. <laughs> We're just having fun. Welcome to Viewing Party. What's our first? Viewing Party. Chanting all over your Tatum. <laughs> Viewing Party. Okay. Hi, I hope you enjoyed that. times that it would no longer be considered freestyle where I to do it. I know. It's right? so funny. That's how that works. 
I it guess. just becomes a rap. Yeah. Maybe we should send that to Lynn. And be like, Lynn, you've inspired a generation. <laughs> we do name reference you, like we name re- check you constantly. We, we drop your name. You're literally everywhere. in our podcast your description. Name is scattered like rose petals on an apartment staircase. Oh, no. <laughs> Wesley's neighbors got it on, and we have uh, proof. In the pudding. They left pudding out. It was super gross. There is literally... I haven't been over to Wesley's apartment in a few weeks because we've been recording elsewhere or my yeah. place or whatever. Or, you know, cars and parking lots. Um, just yelling at people and geese. So, the... So, I show up at Wesley's apartment and I'm like, boy, there's a lot of, like, flower petals just kind of scattered around. And I could tell that, like, they'd been there for a while and I see this little post-it note kind of tucked in like the crack of the staircase leading up to her apartment that says, follow the rose petals, love bug. And I was like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, I got some this new neighbors. This is good. I got some new neighbors. Yeah, they took my parking spot that's legally theirs that I've been parking in for months while no one lived there. So now I got to go find a guest spot, a, you know, couple feet over <laughs> Rude. Aww. They're getting it on and taking the sp- <laughs> I don't. I can't even care. But I was like, I'm glad they had a really great night. But like, there's like petals and stuff. They're not even. Out. They're not even real petals, which is why they're still there after a month. At least they took the candles in, so there wasn't a fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know. Uh, welcome to the podcast. My name's Katie. I'm Wesley. And this is Viewing Party. Party. I almost introduced someone else and was like, what am I doing? It feels like it's been forever since I podcasted, but it has not. It's not even been a full week. (laughs) I'm like, boy, it's been a while. This week took time. It did. To pass. (laughs) Much like other weeks. I feel like it's been a long week, though. Just like yes, with everything and gestures to the entire world, <laughs> gestures to the universe. Well, the universe is up to a lot this week. It's really manifesting itself in a strange way. Uh, uh, yes, agreed. I house sat. Yeah, and then I came home, and then oh, and it's Pride weekend. Happy mm-hmm. Pride, everybody! Yeah, be safe. Make good choices. Wear sunscreen. Wear sunscreen. <laughs> oh, see. <laughs> Yes, do that also. I have, I was out at Pride last night. Yeah. My friends and I decided to sit out at a little, on a little patio and people watch everybody coming and going from Axis, which is Columbus's premier gay nightclub. Mm -hmm. It is the most wonderful experience. We were just so happy to just like watch and like ask questions. And we were just like, I'm disappointed that there's not as many like costumes going on. But I guess the big day is tomorrow, and this is, like, all pre-gaming. Yeah. But I have never... So I the parade work, was started this morning? Yeah, like, 10.30 was the parade yeah, or whatever. So. Or 11 or something. I uh, didn't see it. I don't like large crowds, and I don't like drunk people, so I was yeah. very happy to sit in a fenced-in patio. Yeah. And just watch. And we just, like, I got to know somebody new that I had... <laughs> I literally introduced myself. I've, I've seen this person two different events and never spoken to them so that I like was introduced and I was like oh hi I'm Katie I've seen you from afar (laughs) (laughs) that's not creepy at all and I was like oh no I (laughs) said it out loud (laughs) so I did that 
which was great. And then later on, he's like, I really like that you said that. I think I'm going to start using it. And I'm like, cool. You can also refer to them as, like, someone of legend. Like, if I had had my wits about me, I would have been like, oh, yes, John of legend. <laughs> <laughs> like, that would have been a different way to introduce myself. Yeah. He was like, I, I like it. I think it's great. I was like, I can't think to say anything other than the truth the moment I meet a person. So that's, that's what happened. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Um, but it was good. We had a really great time. So happy Pride. Stay safe. Wear rainbows. Be good to people. Don't be, don't be an <laughs> I mean, that's a general everyday rule, but But yes. like, especially on this weekend, <laughs> just like, mind your own business. Have a good time. This does not have to be a big issue for people who feel like making issues out of things. We're really excited. The city is crowded. Yep. The sun is out. I'm going to a pool later. Good. You're going to put on sunscreen and wander around Amish country, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we're going to Amish country or just you not should... Vernon. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> well, same difference, right? One of them you don't, uh, doesn't have to wear bonnets. <laughs> true. Maybe I'll just wear bonnets anyway. If you do go to Amish country, can you get, like, donuts? Oh they make the best donuts. They make they, the best do everything. You, let's talk about the Amish, though. They make the best everything so good i've recently befriended a family of like former amish Mm -hmm. they also make great men we've discovered (laughs) once you like get the beard off and put like a normal shirt on them you're like whoa (laughs) you're a wow (laughs) i mean i'm sure they're great people with a beard and a uniform that's not to say that they weren't already great people but you're suddenly like oh i feel like I can converse with you more comfortably. Yeah, you're more relatable. Yeah, to, to me. Not that I look relatable to an Amish woman. It's <laughs> going off the rails. <laughs> I'm being so rude. Uh, yeah, but they make the best food mm-hmm. and the best furniture and, like, the best puppies. <laughs> Amish puppies are the best. I think that they're softer and they're bred with more kindness. I think <laughs> that's, that's what happens. I think that that's honestly how it goes. I met like oh is it a litter of puppies yeah or a pound of puppies <laughs> it's a litter <laughs> i read a pound of puppies and of amish puppies and i have never been so close to taking an animal home without permission <laughs> and just being like i have a puppy and there's nothing you can do about it because <laughs> they were just like cuter and softer and nicer and more yellow yeah. and i was like oh it's like a more angelic Puppy. Oh, jeez. closer to God. Yep. <laughs> That's how that works. <laughs> well, enjoy, en- enjoy all of those things. I will be in a public pool. Uh... <laughs> the end. Um, did you watch anything this week? No, I've been reading a lot this week, so I haven't watched anything. Oh, what have you been reading, at least? So, um... <gasps> I love this iPad case. Isn't it pretty? Oh, my gosh, it's so perfect. I have this bad habit of, like, buying everything that matches. <laughs> so, my journal for the year, and my mm-hmm. phone case, and my new headphones oh are all floral. These, like, it's really lovely, almost like a plummy magenta yep. floral. That's really good. It's weird. Anyway, that's not what I'm reading. Uh, <laughs> Did you know? You might know because you were like an art student. Yeah. I just learned that in the color wheel, it's not actually red. That is the red that we see. It is, in fact, magenta. But 
red is much easier to comprehend than to be like magenta, blue, and yellow are like yeah, so are your base colors. It kind of depends on what how you're mixing colors as to what the colors are. So like on the color wheel, the primary colors are red, yellow, blue. Mm-hmm. But if you're using ink to print something, it's magenta, cyan, yellow, black. Yeah. But if you're using, if you're mixing colors, like, with light, they're slightly different. Yeah. Like, it's all different. It's so cool and yeah. weird. It's and fascinating. Stuff. And we were talking about that in a hair color class, and I was like... Yeah. Because if oh. you're mixing, like, pigments, if you mix cyan, magenta, yellow, you get black. But if you're mixing light, you mix the colors and they turn white. Yeah. Ooh, but... And if it's you're all, mix- like, crazy and, science. And if you're mixing hair color you end up getting more gray than true brown actually it, yeah like, it's like gray that. and more like which and when we're working with grays and hair color we refer to it as like a smoky effect mm-hmm. so we're always like it'll brown out i'm like it could get muddy but it'll actually when you're working with like pure pigment fashion colors mm-hmm. it's more of like a grayish smoky effect so yeah. you can like smoke a color a little bit by like mixing primaries together and then adding in more of the pigment that you're actually going for. So mm-hmm. it, like, creates, like, a, a so little denser. Right? Right? Yeah. Ah. So we when took... people are like, can't you just put a brown on? I'm like, no. No. Like, you don't. <laughs> no. Brown is actually a super complex color. It's so because hard. Because everything can make brown. So to get yes. the right brown, you have to use the right things to get to brown. Right? People are like, Otherwise, just want... you just get this, like, gross mud dull color yes and everybody this is the one thing this is the big thing everybody wants like kind of like an ashy brown right now like they want like a cool brown yeah which would be like a as opposed to like a chestnutty warm brown right that's kind of a thing that everybody wants but the underlying pigment in everyone's hair is red at a brown at a brown level Mm -hmm. it's like red orange essentially there's a lot of that goes into that but it's the deeper tones in the color wheel Mm -hmm. and they want a lighter brown and they want like a kind of like an ashy feeling brown and i'm like but you already have an under but you already have like a red reflection happening in your hair right now yeah and you want me to neutralize that and then yeah it'd be like trying to stain like a cedar colored wood right and then add right and then (laughs) add more like cool tones to it and somehow not take you really dark in the process. Right. Because the more blues and greens I add in order to, like, neutralize, to neutralize. the reds and oranges, yeah. it's going to get darker and darker and darker because it absorbs light and it won't reflect anything. Right. And I'm just like, ugh, <laughs> you don't want this. You just don't. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's my, like, great yeah tangent when I was talking about your things. Yeah. So, what I'm reading. <laughs> yes, <so> what <laughs> So this is not a movie podcast anymore. <laughs> Can you tell we're avoiding a subject? We'll get there eventually. Mm. Oh, kind of like <laughs> this movie that we watch. Exactly. Oh my god, I hate it. So um, there's a series that I love, written by Jasper Ford. Yes. Um, the Thursday Next series, and it's hard to describe. So it's essentially a detective novel, but it's set in a surreal version of 1980s. UK where you like time travel is a profession and you can jump into books and like they've reversed like extinction of certain animals so like there's mammoths that like 
travel migrate through town and like she has a pet dodo bird and like it sounds so perfect it's weird and wonderful and i love it and victoria our friend who is mentioned on like every other podcast Mm -hmm. um who you heard on the inception podcast um she and i love to geek out over these books and have have more than once been like up until four in the morning just talking about different things that happen in them (laughs) because no one else understands like the craziness of them yes so she texted me earlier this week and like was like, well, I'm out of books, so guess what series I'm rereading? And I was like, I've been meaning to reread them too, so let's do it together. <laughs> Book club! <laughs> so she's listening to the audiobooks and I'm reading all my like actual hardcover books. <laughs> That's and how you guys roll. We're like texting each other like, oh my gosh, this thing. Or like, here's a reference I didn't understand until now. <laughs> or yeah, so it's been fun. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. I took myself to see Ocean's 8. I want to see that. Was it great? Yeah, I really liked it. I Good. enjoyed it. It's I a, as it. as predicted, it is a much better heist movie than Solo. Yeah. Screw Solo. I'm like still like bitter about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. <sighs> it's fine. I'll just continue to be bitter. I see I'm always like I'm bitter about it and then I think about Donald Glover's face. And then I'm like, "Oh, but <laughs> It was okay. Um, I enjoyed it. It's not... There's not a, like, wow factor mm-hmm. like you get with Ocean's Eleven. And even, and even Ocean's those. Twelve. Like, even Ocean's Twelve was good. Ocean's Thirteen is when it was, like, you expect the wow factor. Yeah. So I was really going into this one, like, crossing my fingers that this was going to be, like, oh whoa Mm -hmm. so they have like a few things that you were like yeah okay cool yeah okay that makes sense yeah okay and Mm -hmm. like they handled stuff and then their big wow thing at the end was like it was impressive but it wasn't like it wasn't like an oceans we need to watch oceans 11 let's watch i think that's gonna be in my birthday month actually because it's in my top 10 yeah oceans 11 (laughs) but it's not so i won't spoil it for anybody but if you have seen Ocean's Eleven like yeah, that came out like that. 15 years ago like right? Lord in Heaven like, it's, it's been a long time since I've seen it I'm gonna ruin it but it doesn't have that wow factor where you're like, like oh, oh I didn't see that coming oh my yeah. god like, yeah I know what that you mean that kind of thing it didn't have that however it did have Thorin <laughs> from The Hobbit yeah he's in it um, without the like wig and stuff and he's a-okay to look at. Um, but yeah, it was really good. So but the one thing that I was like iffy about was, A, love me a good girl power movie, but I hate a girl power movie that's girl powery for the sake of girl power. Right. And so uh, they address the, um, like, why is it an all-female heist, you mm-hmm. know, like, other than to, you know, make money or whatever. Like, wh- why? And um, when they're like, picking everybody and they're like going to like find all the people that they need for the Mm -hmm. heist uh Kate Blanchett is like well what about this guy and she's like no I don't want him and she was like was it because it's a him or is it because it's him Mm -hmm. like what is it she was like and Sandra Bullock says hims get noticed hers are invisible we'd need for once to be invisible I was like oh okay I mean it makes sense also considering the location of the heist yes it's the Met Gala so So, like, like of course. There's going to be lots of women. There's going to be yeah. lots of jewelry. Like, there's just... Yeah. It's a jewelry heist. Yeah. And so, like, there's going to be lots of... Lots of other 
better known women Mm -hmm. in bigger, brighter gowns wearing bolder jewelry Mm -hmm. than what they're up to. Right. Right. Um, And they're also very careful to make sure that like everything leaves the building via or everything like leaves all of the like thievery is happening via other people they're like using other people Mm -hmm. to like transport who are clueless to what's happening yeah which like those things are always great cool i'm excited for that yeah it was good it was fun they have um (laughs) uh uh wow who's the cute fat british guy (laughs) james court yes (laughs) i knew you that was the reference you were going for (laughs) detective at the end who comes in and is trying to like figure it out he's actually not even a detective he's like the insurance guy <laughs> who's just like trying to figure it oh, out he's the best um he comes in at the end and i was like oh we're doing this thing where like the insurance dude shows up that happened in another movie that was really like oh that happens in gone girl to the point where you're like oh my god can you wrap it up a little yeah. bit though like the book was fine but at a certain point you're like please make it end like ah <laughs> As much as I loved Gone Girl so much, I was like, boy, this is dragging on, isn't yeah. it? It was very close to the book. It was so <laughs> close. <laughs> but I was like, please stop. This is a point where you please can take stop. some things out. You could just take it out. It's fine. Uh, um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was super fun. Good. Everybody did, like, a nice job. Some of the characters were, like, meh. But that also, a lot of the characters were, like, but I think that that also happens in Ocean's Eleven where, like... There's just so many. It's a character, you know, like, you have your, like, hacker and you have your pickpocket and you have your, you, like, you have the mm-hmm. people who do the thing and their personality matters a little bit, like, less overall. Right. It's good. It's good. Yeah. So, yeah, it was good. It yeah. was fun. I enjoyed it. I had, I had a fun time. Like, it's a movie that I would probably... I would definitely fish it out of a clearance bin. <laughs> uh, I would I would give it like a good like five tatums. Like oh, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Like I, I liked it. I would watch it again with like hanging out. I would add it to the repertoire of like rainy day heist movies. Yeah. Because <laughs> I love me a good con movie, man. Yeah. I'm really excited to see the Mr. Rogers documentary, but it doesn't open here until like next week or the week after. Oh yeah. I'm so excited though. I'm gonna have to take like an entire box of Kleenex because uh, yeah, because I'm just gonna Rogers. cry all over myself. I also wa- finished watching Allied like mm-hmm. five months later. Yeah. <laughs> or six months later. Uh, it was good. I like that movie. Go see that movie. It's a little. Well, it's weird because it sets okay. Let me walk you through this movie very quickly. Okay. Brad Pitt, Marion Cotillard, they're spies on a mission together in Casablanca. They uh, are pretending to be married. Oh, yeah, and I remember you talked the about whole this, movie this build, time ago. The whole movie builds... I know, very long time ago. The <laughs> whole movie builds it up to be like, they're going to go kill some Nazis. Yeah. Right? And they do that, and then you're like, well, that's done. I guess that's only half the movie. <laughs> like, oh, shoot. Like, we built it all up to be this big thing, and then we killed the Nazis, and blah, blah, blah. And then they, um, uh, basically he's like, yo, come back to love with me and get married. So they get married. Later on, they're like, we think your wife's a spy for the German, a spy, like, a yeah. double spy for the German government, and uh, we need you to, like, handle that 
discreetly. <laughs> so then Brad Pitt's like freaking out because he's like, oh my God, is my wife a spy? And oh my God, is she? And then, oh my God, is any of this real? So he's trying to, so he's like breaking all the rules, trying to figure out if she's a spy while not letting her know that he knows that she's a spy. And of course she's married to Cotillard, so she knows everything before Brad Pitt would ever know anything. Right. <laughs> So, like, that's a whole thing. And, like, essentially they were like, you need to do these things and this will let us know if she's a spy or not. If she is, you have to kill her. Oh, and I was like, ah, no! And then at the end, you're like, can I just ruin it? Yeah. It's both. Okay. Like, it's both. She is actually a German spy and everything was real and she loved him and she was being, like, completely blackmailed by the Germans. The whole time and was like yeah i mean i'd lose you if i didn't and, yeah. I, and like you know he has to kill her if she does mm. if she is like it's a whole it was oof, it was rough yeah it was really good i really <laughs> liked it i was like oh i don't know i was like how's this thing gonna play out weird it was great it was pretty great but she's so smart she just looks smart she does she like all of every time she makes a face you're like she knows she knows she knows <laughs> Like, I don't think I can have a conversation with her without her being like, she knows exactly what I'm going to say. She already knows everything about me. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's just the most intelligent looking human yeah. I've ever seen. She's so, like, beautiful. Anyways. Uh, she's, she was in The Artist, right? I think so. Because I remember, Maybe? like, for some reason, I remember hearing her name and constantly thinking it was a actress from the 40s. Oh, like, oh, yeah. I just right? assumed they, because is... I hadn't seen her, but they kept talking about this ac- famous actress, Marianne Cotard. And I was like, clearly yeah. she's like a French actress from the 40s, right? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. she's no. not. She just has that air of like Ugh. old Hollywood about her. Oh though. my God, she's so perfect looking. Well, you know, uh, let's talk about some less attractive people. Vince Vaughn, everybody. Vince Vaughn. So, we're back in the Tatum verse this week. This is a good long episode. Has it been 30 minutes? Yep. Oh, I thought it was like 45. No, we're, we're good. Fine. We're, we're good. So, All right, let's talk about yeah. a real movie that so we actually watched. we're back watch. in the Tatum verse this week. And back in the saddle again. So, I was working on the schedule, and thankfully, we're like getting over the hump of really awkward movies and we're finally getting into the stretch of good movies soon. Oh my god. So It has been a long y'all the, who have been listening for the last year it has been a long long road to get to a there, good data movie. The good news is we will get to Magic Mike by Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas! <laughs> oh my god! I'm so excited! That movie's so bad and I love it! I know. We won't get to the sequel for like another year after that but it'll be it's fine. fine it's fine it's we fine we will finally get to 21 jump street and magic mike by christmas so <gasps> my name is jeff <laughs> so i'm happy but this week unfortunately we had to watch the dilemma which is quote unquote a comedy <laughs> starring vince vaughn a and comedy Kevin James. where i laughed very little i know <laughs> where i was just like and i feel there like there are a couple I moments where up. i was like there's a, I want to see, I feel like I read the description on Amazon when I rented it and I was like, oh, and then I watched it. I was like, this was not what that said whatsoever. <laughs> so this movie is starring Vince Vaughn, Kevin James, and some women. <laughs> yeah. So this is the description on Amazon. 
Vince Vaughn and Kevin James star in director Ron Howard's insanely funny comedy about a man who finds out what you don't say to a friend is just as important as what you do. I'm sorry, stop the presses. (laughs) The only insanely funny thing Ron Howard has ever done was Arrested Development, and I'm convinced that he put all of his funny (laughs) into, like, one thing. This was not funny. It was, like... Somehow they made a movie, put Queen Latifah in it, and she couldn't help it. And she wasn't... She couldn't, she couldn't make the script funny. God love her, she tried. (laughs) She worked so hard. (laughs) Get it? Yes. (laughs) But like, no. 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 I was just like, like, the way it was, the way it was advertised and what the movie was were two completely different things. I was watching it in the morning while Hannah, my sister, was like getting ready nearby and she was like, what? are you watching? And I was like, it, don't worry about it. It's a Tatum movie. Like, it's not yeah. good. <laughs> like, oh. it's, I don't, like, this isn't a good movie. We weren't like, you know what we should watch? <laughs> the Dilemma. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Like, uh, no, no, it's Tatum or else, it's Tatum or bust. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Like, there was no, no, yeah. So, I can't even go through, like, the plot I plot, can, but here's, like. I can do plot a little bit if you want. Yes, the overarching thing is Vince Vaughn finds out that Kevin James' wife, her name is her name Stranger is Things. Beth. She's played by Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder. I was like, Stranger Things, yeah. Edward Scissorhands. That's all I got for you. <laughs> yeah. Winona finds out that Winona Ryder is cheating on her husband, Kevin James, with Channing Tatum. And so he is like, I gotta tell my friend, but they're in the middle of this giant, like, big, big deal with Dodge that's gonna, like, totally change their careers and they're, like, borrowed, like, they have mortgages on mortgages to, like, yeah. you know, like, try and, like, make their company work. So they're under, like, a huge, big deadline, huge pressure, like, this is a make it or break it for their careers, essentially. And he's like, do I tell my friend who's the engineer of this big car thing that they're doing or do I wait until the deal is done when he has a little less pressure on him and then we can have this conversation all in the meanwhile he's feeling pressured to propose to his girlfriend yeah because everyone's like you should get married and he's like what so like he's trying to like balance that relationship and like it's a whole it's just one big so snafu after another. That is the plot. Like we don't need to go really any more detail no. than that. No, I mean that's pretty. I mean that's pretty much it. There's all these like. There's like a side storyline where Vince Vaughn's character, whose name is Ronnie Valentine, if you could get any more ridiculous, <laughs> sleazy sounding. <laughs> yeah. Um, apparently, he used to gamble a lot, and yeah. so everyone thinks that. Apparently, because he's acting weird, he yeah. must be gambling again. Yeah, he's, like, and lying like, and showing up he's weird. He's like, no, like, that's not... He's like, I'm not gambling. What's happening here? They try to have an intervention that doesn't quite work. No. <laughs> and, like, it's just, like, and he's, you know, I mean, there were things that made sense. Like, he's carrying large wads of cash around for an engagement ring that he's going to pay for in cash. Right. But they're like, oh my god, he's carrying a lot of cash, and like he's coming home at weird times, and he's lying about it. Yeah. And he's acting really funny about this and making things up, and he's talking. He gives like a toe. He also that. Oh, I had also, to fast forward I'm, through part of that. <clears throat> oh, oh, it was so painful to witness this toast. 
I was like, uh, uh, I'm, sh- I'm sure that you fast forwarded. I right? did. I was just like, I, I gotta like, suffer through it. I, I, this is very rare for me to like pause a movie and take a break. But I had to, like, stop for a little bit and then like, go get some ice cream out of the freezer and, like, come back. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, oh, God. I was I just like, I can't with this movie. Oh, like, my God. what is happening in this movie? Also, huge plot hole. <clears throat> He's been dating. What's her name? She's her, from. Uh, it's Jennifer Connelly. She's from A Beautiful Mind. I almost said It's a Beautiful Mind. <laughs> right? She's the wife in A Beautiful Mind. Yes. I don't remember. I haven't seen it or if i have it was a long time ago she's so she's so i really like her as an actress i like her voice yeah. i like the way that she, she does things cool... i think that she can have a lot of depth very quickly and she's like she's vince vaughn's girlfriend but like here they are at her parents 40th wedding anniversary like they have a big party yeah, yeah. She's been dating Vince Vaughn for a minimum of two years. We know that much mm-hmm. because two years ago he had a gambling problem. So at least two years, if not more, because mm-hmm. who would like start a relationship with a dude with a gambling problem right. and be like, oh, you're in the middle of this gambling problem? I'll jump right in. So minimum of two years, probably longer they've been together. And she's just now introducing him to her parents. And he's getting ready to propose and hasn't met her family like i was like this is the biggest plot hole out of all of them is that like not that kevin james is some sort of genius and not that he could like vince vaughn could talk his way into a deal and not that channing tatum is sleeping with monona Ryder and nobody knows about it like no it's just that he had like, better parents yet like he doesn't know her family <clears throat> her family doesn't know him also that he would give a toast like that I just can't. I just can't. The worst. It, it was, was so the worst. It was so the worst. There were so many things wrong with this movie. There were so many. Like it was basically like. <sighs> I don't even know. I don't. There were very few redeeming scenes about it. Um, the only time I laughed was when Channing Tatum was on the screen, <laughs> because his character. So he plays this guy. So he plays this guy named Zip, who is like this young, like g- tattoo, yeah, just musician dude who owns fish. Yeah, he's just such a, <laughs> yeah, he's like a, such a like surfer musician dude kind of guy. Like, yeah, yeah. just like a. He's in the weird... got this like weird modern apartment and like doesn't seem to have a job. I don't know what he <laughs> does. Two of a smiley face on his butt. <laughs> So, what's really great about that moment is you're too distracted by the smiley face to even be like, that's Channing's butt. <laughs> like, I'm seeing this man's butt right now, but you're just like, that smiley face. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I couldn't even handle anything else. I was like, I don't even care that it's a butt. It's a smiley face, and that's all I could look at, which is such a great moment. So, he had moments where, like, he was crying like when he was yelling at someone and like he got super upset because like they broke his fish tank he's like you took my my fish fish. like are you crying no (laughs) i I took the oxycontin it makes me you know what (laughs) and like i think they really wanted the like slapstick stuff that vince vaughn did to be funny and it wasn't no it was not funny no ever he vince vaughn always sounds like he's lying to you yeah. Like, no matter what's happening, he could be proposing, and I'd be like, shut up. You're such a little <laughs> Like, he just always sounds like he's lying. Yeah. All of the time. <clears throat> no matter how true it is, 
Or how true it is. <laughs> or how true it is. He always sounds like it's false. Yeah. <laughs> he could take a true or false quiz, <laughs> fill in the bubbles, and the Scantron would be like, nope, you're a liar. <laughs> you know it's bad. You're a liar, Vince Vaughn. <laughs> when a Scantron doesn't believe you, you know you're Vince Vaughn. <laughs> you reach yeah. Vince Vaughn level, like, untrustworthiness. <laughs> that's so it's so you know what okay but i will nope there's no redeeming factor i would say my least favorite moment in the whole movie was a very was a scene that like had nothing to do with anything i think it's when they're like getting ready to go to their big meeting yeah they're like getting ready at the beginning of the movie to like go to the big meeting with dodge and like pitch their idea their idea is pretty cool they're gonna take old vintage muscle cars and turn them into electric cars. Yeah, but because but keep the sound of yes. the motor, which is what makes yes. part of what makes people love the muscle yeah. cars. You gotta like keep the sound and like the vibe of like the muscle car, which yeah. I guess it sounds very difficult and it looked very difficult. So yeah. who knows? So they're going to pitch this idea to Dodge, and they're doing the like getting ready montage and stuff, and like Kevin James is shaving, but you see. Vince Vaughn pour cereal, and you're like, yeah, okay, he's having cereal for breakfast, whatever. But then you see him, like, eat the cereal. (laughs) And, like, (laughs) it was just, like, you saw him eat the cereal, which, like, watching people eat is, like, not my favorite thing, and like, most of the time. But then, like, you have Vince Vaughn's face... And then, but then, like, but then, but then you also have like, there's this moment where, like, part of like the milk is dripping out of the side of his mouth, and at the same time, this is such a weird shot. You're like, oh, he's pouring cereal, great, whatever, montage. And then you see him like put the cereal in his mouth, and you think that's gonna be it, but it's not. You see him like (laughs) chew a little bit, milk comes out of the side of his mouth, and then it's like the camera was like, oh, that's gross, and started to pan away immediately. And I was just like, I never knew. That I didn't want to see Vince Vaughn eat cereal until <laughs> this moment. There's a lot of things. Like that this I was the moment that I, I was like, want. I didn't know I didn't want this, and now I know yeah. that I can never erase it, <laughs> and that I have it. And I'm so sorry for my future self that one day she'll be eating cereal and, and think, think about Vince this. Vaughn's mouth. And I'm like, future Katie, I'm so sorry that, like, past Katie watched this scene for you. Like, it's so, it's such a sad, oh, it's so gross. It's just so silly. It's, this whole movie was, like, all unnecessary. It was the most unnecessary was, use of money. It felt so long, too. And I that watched, could have been because I stopped to get a, go get ice cream in the middle, but. I watched. I watched this movie in three different sections. I watched part of it one morning before work. Mm -hmm. I watched part of it, maybe like another 20 minutes or so at work before I clocked in and I was like eating my cereal. (laughs) No, I was eating fish stick tacos and like I had like a while before I clocked in. So I was like getting some busy work done and like had the movie playing while I was getting some things done and eating before I clocked in. Mm -hmm. And then I watched the rest of it. I was going to watch the rest of it last night, but then I went to Pride, so I watched it this morning. Mm-hmm. I literally got up at 6.30, left my friend's house at 7 a.m. because I crashed there, <laughs> and then got home and watched it, and then went back to sleep, and then I woke up again and was doing yeah. things around the house. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. 
But yeah, this was how I spent my se- my Friday night was watching the dilemma. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And like you and I both like watched it alone. I know. Which was like it would have been slightly more fun if we could have made fun of it together, but But I was just laying know. here like No. I I've said aloud multiple times to myself, what is this movie? <laughs> also, what does Channing's character do for a living? I has guitars. I don't really owns guitars and fish. <laughs> But somehow dresses like... Like he's in a music video in the 2000s. <laughs> yeah. He kind of looked like he could be in like Blink-182's backup band or right. something. I don't know. You know? But he can like go to like the botanical gardens and like hump trees or something. <laughs> like, because it's funny. I don't know. Like, it was just like, let's set this guy up to look like a real jerk. Basically. He's going to make some weird thrusting motions in a botanical garden. What? <laughs> like, why? <laughs> Because we have to make someone look more ridiculous than Kevin James and Vince Vaughn, that's why. Oh my god, yeah, you had to make the hottest guy in the whole thing. Like, the most interesting <laughs> character is the character. Also, why did he show up to the intervention? So, so there's this, okay. So what happened was. Uh, what happened was. So, Vince Vaughn's been spying. Yes. On Winona Ryder's character. That was my favorite line in the whole movie, though. He's buying this camera, and the camera guy's like, oh, are you going to be, like, photographing birds? And he was like, yeah. And the guy's like, oh, what kind? And he's like, unfaithful yeah, That ones. was a funny line. <laughs> was and I was like, okay. the only line that I was like, good job. <laughs> you did You're a good funny. job there. Everything else was dumb. Everything else was bad. <laughs> unfaithful ones. Unfaithful ones. <laughs> So he's been stalking her with this fancy Nikon camera he bought at a, thr- at a like a... Was it really that fancy? It looked pretty basic. I don't know. It had a big lens. It had but... a long lens. That was all that mattered. Cool. Um, so he's been... <laughs> Product placement by Nikon. Speaking of product Nikon? placement, did you see the multiple billboards for like OXO something? Like Urban something? There was a There was a billboard and a bench with this ad for this company on it. And I was just like... What kind of stupid product placement is this? I don't even know what the product is. <laughs> anyway, so um, he's been stalking Winona Ryder's character. She's also blackmailing him and says that if you tell my husband that I'm cheating, I will tell him that we were a thing one night in college before my husband and I got together. And, oh, yeah. and I will tell him that you've been hitting on me ever since. Yeah. Because she's like a total sleaze in this movie. Um, Listen, she's trying to protect herself. Yes, but... Mm-mm. She's doing what she gotta do. Anyway, so... I'm be painting my nails. <laughs> yeah, so she... He's been stalking Channing. After he catches them together and she leaves, he gets confronted by Channing because he's basically on his balcony watching them. They have a big fight, all this stuff. He does a bunch of damage, but he ends up leaving his camera there accidentally after Channing Ooh. beats him up. So he has to go back and wants to, like, apologize to the guy and get his camera back because it has photographic proof of the affair on it. So she it disproves her blackmail. Right. So at this point, he's been, like, dropping hints to Kevin James' character to try to get him to admit to what he's do like, what he's doing in his life. Which is also a mess. Um, so now, for some reason, I guess all of the people at the intervention think that something wacky is going on with Vince Vaughn and he's gambling again. Right. So Kevin James stalks him as he yes. goes back to Channing's house 
to get the camera. So he sees Vince, Vince Vaughn, Vaughn give a wad of cash to Channing. Channing and then grab, take a bag and leave. And so Kevin James then comes to the door, <laughs> introduces himself as the guy's best friend and is like, I know you're his bookie. Like this is off screen, but essentially yes. he's like, I know you're his bookie. We need you to come to this intervention. <laughs> and so they're having this intervention and suddenly Channing Tatum shows, shows up, up and he's just like, what the crap are you right. doing here? And so they're like, like, we know he's your bookie. We invited him. And he's just like, what? No. And it is like the greatest little moment of like Channing shows up. And immediately Vince Vaughn is like, that's this dude. And like, this is the dude who's sleeping with my best friend's wife that I like got in a fight with. Yeah. That nobody knows about. And Kevin James is like, oh, this is his bookie that I invited. And I have no idea he's sleeping with my wife. And then his like Winona Ryder is there. Who's like, oh my God, that's my boyfriend. And like Vince Vaughn is the only person. She's texting Channing and like, He sees the text, and next to him is Kevin James, who probably could read it if he looked over, but doesn't. Wait, but no. God, it was just so And they're much. just like, it's all right, buddy, and they're like friends, and Channing is just going along with it and pretending he's the bookie <laughs> the entire like, time. Why would you even show up? I don't know. Because like, he's dumb, I think is the point, oh. is that they want you to think his character is dumb. He's so cute, though. <laughs> he just looked so cute. He wasn't super buff in this movie. Yeah. He was just like slender Tatum. <laughs> so, yeah. Then there's like a big confrontation at the the intervention at becomes the, the place where it, Vince Vaughn is like, okay, here's what's actually been happening, and I need to be a good friend and tell the truth. So he tells the truth about everything, even about him sleeping with Winona Ryder when they were in college. So like Kevin James is super pissed and. The Queen Latifah is around, but you never really see her. You, you basically only see her when she's saying sexually inappropriate things at work. Right. Talking about how excited she is about yeah. the project. She's talking about Lady Wood. And she <laughs> straight up weird. says, like, can he finish? And I'm like, oh my god, Queen Latifah. Like, yeah. You were the queen, but who gave you these lines? Like, why is she only here as, like... She's, like, the liaison for Dodge or something, and, like, she's only in the movie... She's in the movie less than Channing, sadly, because I would those watch were the movie. two most interesting characters in this movie. I would like a movie with Queen Latifah and Channing Tatum. Yes. Where, like, those two interact. Yes. Because they Have never to do interact. a heist together. <gasps> Don't talk to me about heist movies. Ooh. It's so fun. Um, um, but they end up, you know, working out the deal with Dodge and they work out their friendship and I guess like, that's the, okay, so this is the, the other weird thing is throughout the entire thing, Winona keeps saying like, I love my husband and mm-hmm. she's like very happy with him, but he's like been ignoring her for like a long time mm-hmm. and like not being intimate with her. And so she went to like find some fulfillment elsewhere because her husband wasn't paying attention. Yeah. But she just kept talking about like how much she, like, loves him and how there are a lot of things that are working in their relationship. Right. But, like, this is just not one of them and she's aware that this isn't, like, a forever thing. You know, that she's, like, seeing someone else and, you know, he's off getting happy ending massages elsewhere as well. Like, yeah. Like, but she just, like, she made it sound like there are some things that aren't working. You don't understand them. You've never been in this kind of relationship. Mm -hmm. Stay out of it. But also, like, there's a lot that's really, really good here. Mm -hmm. 
So I thought that they would work it out at the end. Yeah. But no, at the end, Kevin is just like, oh, yeah, I let, like, I moved out. <laughs> yeah. He was like, I was hanging onto something that wasn't there. And I was like, wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Because they, like, because that's, th- that's, like, the big, huge other plot hole is when they're out in public, they're really affectionate and it's mm-hmm. very natural and there's nothing that mm-hmm. looks forced about it. Mm-hmm. Where, like, a lot of relationships, when they're being forced, they look forced. Yeah. Like, one person is usually, like, about, like, touching in public. Mm-hmm. But I was like, why are you, why are you have these characters look, feel, act like everything is actually super good? Mm-hmm. And then talk about how things are, like, they're good. Like, they're fine. Like, there's a lot that's working. And then just have someone be like, I lived. <laughs> like, yeah, I think what, that, what, what, I have what, a feeling what? it was intentional but not obvious enough. But, like, at the beginning, you got the sense that, like, Kevin James and his wife's characters were super in love and happy, and their marriage was great. And Vince Vaughn and his girlfriend were, like, a little rocky, maybe not as solid. But great. But, I mean, still good, but, like, you felt like there was some tension there. Mostly it was because, like, he was feeling pressured to propose. And then what you find at the end of the movie is that Kevin James and his wife's relationship is He's not like, no. at all what it seems and mm-hmm. is not as great as everyone thinks it is, including his best friend. And Vince Vaughn and his girlfriend actually have... That was one scene that I thought was actually really interesting. I liked that scene. At the end, when he brings home... He comes I liked home and all brings of the her like, the burrito... I liked and all like, of the scenes of just those two together. Yeah, they had this really great conversation about trust in their relationship and had this whole thing about, like, she was keeping something from him because she didn't want to have to take him to Vegas because she didn't think he would be it would be good for him there. And he's like, that really hurts me because I've been not gambling for years and mm-hmm. you didn't trust me in that. And she talks about, like, you have to talk... Like, they had this really great conversation. It was so good where she... I I really appreciated... She said this in, like, the kitchen during... Right after the horrible, horrible toast. Which mm-hmm. she called out... This woman is, like, the most wonderful, calm, even-keeled woman. Mm-hmm. And she handled everything so respond. Like, every mm-hmm. conversation she had was so responsible. Mm-hmm. Where she was just, like... I'm not talking about the inappropriate speech. I'm talking about what you're hiding from me. Right. She's like, I can't, she's like, I won't go into that. I don't need to. You know that was inappropriate. I'm like, as your partner, I'm not going to sit here and berate you for your behavior because I think you're aware of Mm -hmm. it. She's like, I'm not even going to touch it. I'm talking about something else that's deeper and more important than whatever you stunt you just pulled in front of everybody. Yeah. That's because so many people would get so upset about that thing. Yeah. And like and she knows that that was just a symptom of she everything was like, else. No, but she straight up said she was like, "If you don't let me in, how do I know what to do? Right? Like, how can I help you if I don't understand what's happening to you?" And I was like, "Thank you for laying that out." And she was just like, "If you keep me in the dark." I can't do anything. Yeah. Like, or she said, it was such a profound statement of like, if you keep me in the dark, that belittles us. 
Yes. And I was like, yeah. oh my God, this is my whole life story of relationships in one conversation where I'm like, yeah. the more you hide, the more it like belittles your relationship with that person. And like, and he, and he was super responsible about it. And he was like, I deserve to not be trusted. Like I earned that. Yeah. And it's up to me to unearn that. Yeah. To like. He's like, I understand there's no bribing you to, like, trust me. Or, mm-hmm. like, maybe if I'm on my best behavior. He was just like, I did things that would cause you to not trust me and that is justified. Mm-hmm. And so now for you to trust me, I get to, like, do things and be the person that is, like, it would be justified that you would trust me again. Mm-hmm. I was like, great. Oh, my God. This is the most mature I've ever seen Vince Vaughn yeah, ever. That, part of, that aspect was, was really like, fascinating. Wow. Their relationship was really interesting. Yeah. That she, like, they had a conversation about marriage towards the beginning. And he was like, I need to know if there's a clock that's ticking mm-hmm. and how, what it's ticking to and how close it is. And she was like, I love you and I'm really happy with where we are. Mm-hmm. And if it rolls into something else, great. And I'm also really happy. So she's like, there's no pressure, and if it wants to turn into something else, then, like, great. But yeah. I'm not going to sit here and give you a timeline for it, because mm-hmm. she doesn't need one. Mm-hmm. And that gives him, I think that alleviates his own... It, I think it seems like it causes something for him to be like, oh, I'm going to propose because I want to now. Yeah. Instead of feeling like I have to, or else she'll leave. Right. Which is definitely the position I've put certain boyfriends in, where I'm like, I have a timeline. You're not on it. What are you going to do about it? I'm like, oh, maybe if I did things very differently and was like, I... She was just, like, happy and she understood the ramifications of his actions. She understood the ramifications of her own actions on their relationship. Mm -hmm. She was like, I want it to be like this. And I know that we can... And she wasn't even like, we can work on it. It's like, these are choices that we need to make in order for it to look like this. Mm-hmm. So let's make those choices. <laughs> Not like, we'll work on it and we'll get better. She was just like, it's this or it's this. And like, here we are. Like, we know exactly where we are right now. And we know where we want to be. So let's make all the choices that get us there. Not like, let's keep working on past things. Right. And I just... I liked her character so much. Yeah. You barely saw her, but every scene you were like, this woman is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> and Vince Vaughn does not deserve her in any way, shape, or yeah. form I at will all. say, like, in this movie, I felt like those two women were written better than the men. Oh, for sure. Which the is men a, were a very there to, thing. like, be They were just playing funny. their standard selves they yeah. were playing the kevin james character and the vince vaughn character yeah they weren't did, like did slapstick <laughs> weird things and make faces and try oh, to be emotional but it's forced right and like talk fast and yeah. like try to describe whatever scene they had where kevin james was trying to give vince vaughn a pep talk or something i was talking about like if you want ice cream go get ice cream you don't sit there and think boy if i get in that car i might veer off and kill a bunch of like kill pedestrians pedestrians and the elderly elderly. what he's like he's like nine out of ten times you get the ice cream only one time you kill the innocent and it's just like i'm not really sure what you're doing you're trying to lay out for me here but it was so i thought that was like the funniest thing because like if you want ice cream 
you're gonna go get ice cream. <laughs> Nine times out of ten, you make it. Only one time you kill the innocent. <laughs> I was just like, oh boy, gosh. if that isn't a metaphor for just like do the damn thing in your own life and quit worrying about it. I don't know what is. Because it's just like, well, uh, you might kill the innocent, but you're probably not going to. Gosh. <laughs> this movie, though. Oh, my it's gosh. It's so bad. It's so bad. But there were just those couple little There was a couple, moments. like, redeeming moments, and the rest of it was just not good. But so often I listen to Vince Vaughn talk, and I'm just like, what? I just want to, like... I don't even want to punch him because I saw him get punched a lot in this movie. And I was like, this isn't satisfying. It just makes his face look a little more dumb. <laughs> also, so, how does Vince Vaughn get to be like some like suave, romantic lead? So I could go like, on, on so a whole confused. tangent of that. Because it's a really good tangent. I, I feel like I pick on Kevin James about this and he just is like the one that this happens to a lot. How many times are we going to put, like, bumbling average dudes opposite hot women and have it be a... These women are stunning. And it's not a thing. No one comments on it. No. And I'm like... Why is this a thing? But for some reason, like, in every single movie, people like Melissa McCarthy have to play opposite her real-life husband because no one else is believable, quote-unquote. It makes me so bad. It just makes me so mad. I'm going to barf <laughs> all over this microphone. <laughs> no, it's true. It's like a whole thing where I was like, how are these two dudes the leads? And you're like, oh, these are their wives. And you're like, oh, what? Yeah. Like, oh my God, they're yeah. beautiful. And it's not to say that like, you know. That it can't happen because it, it does because it happens all the time. But how but it's does also it happen like, in every movie? How and, is it that like yes. and how is the Vince reverse Vaughn that a thing? Gets to be in movies with Jennifer Aniston and not with like average women, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, like sadness. <laughs> <laughs> Although this movie did remind me a lot of the breakup in that it had Vince Vaughn and I did not like it. <laughs> oh, that movie I can't. I. <sighs> I don't like that movie either. Vince Vaughn is the worst. Vince I was Vaughn's, trying to think, like, Vince is there Vaughn's... a movie he's been in that I enjoyed? And I yes, was like, Jurassic uh, Park. Uh, Dodgeball? He was in the dur- second Jurassic Park. <laughs> Dodgeball's great. He was in Lost... Is it Lost World? I don't know. He was in Jurassic Park like... 2. He was, like, the photographer. But he was also, like, sleazy in that one. He's gross. I was just like, I don't... I played a video game of Vince Vaughn. <laughs> what? Jurassic Park and they made Jurassic Park video games and so you got to like play Vince Vaughn. (laughs) He was a character you could have. You could have a bunch of him running around saying snark things. I was just like I can't. Yeah he was in The Lost World Mm -hmm. and the video game Chaos Island. (laughs) Yes Chaos Island that was the one. But I was just like I was hard pressed to think of a movie he's been in where I was like oh he was great in that. Nope. He was in Wedding Crashers, too, right? That was, like, yeah. Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson. Wow. Uh, yeah. Wow. Wow. Vince Vaughn. I, yeah, it was one of those moments where I was like, boy, remember when he was relevant? But was he ever really relevant, or was he just getting work? I don't... I, I'm unsure. Like, was he actually a poll for movies? We should probably take a poll and be like, 
Dear dudes, did you ever really like Vince Vaughn, or I was think he just people in did, stuff? Because he was in like Fred Claus and like stuff. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like other bad the internship movies. where they were at Google. Oh yeah, that thing. He was on True Detective for a while. Oh shoot, yeah, he was. But like, he hasn't been hardly in anything because he's like lately. Well, he was like in his forties in this movie. Yeah. I don't know. I just he did you notice favorite. his hairline? I just was watching his hairline. <laughs> you receive. always people notice was, people's hair. I was like, maybe I should have a Vince Vaughn hair watch. I literally had the thought <laughs> I should have a Vince Vaughn hair watch, and then I was like, I don't care about Vince Vaughn. I'm not doing this. No. <laughs> his hair's been gone, but yeah, since he's been I feel on like screen, they tried to make him like an everyman, and then it didn't. Quite no, because he's like just talks all the time. I don't know. He talks all the, like he talks more than me. I don't think I could ever be with a man who talks more than me. <laughs> what do you mean? Like you need someone who just talks like a little bit less. Yeah. Not a lot less. Cause that's like taxing on me. <laughs> Cause then you're gonna want to fill the space and then you'll talk I more. I just wanna <laughs> fill the silence. <laughs> and then when he does talk, I'll be like, I have to listen because it's not gonna happen that often. That's a lot of pressure on my ears. <laughs> a lot of good pull quotes from this episode you should take a bundle and just keep them (laughs) like pigs in a blanket yep (laughs) uh this movie gets three three two two to three maybe two point so it has a tatum (laughs) and it has his butt (laughs) and it has you know a tatum I'm just going to give it, like, two and a half. I was going to give it, like, two because I liked the performance of the two women. Yes. The two women are great. I'll give it... And he's in it. Yeah. And those are the only times I laughed. Yeah. Yeah, the only times I laughed were when he was on screen and he was barely on screen. Yeah. They're so, so yeah, bad. Two. It's a they had low-rated movie. They had all us. the makings of a great film. They had Cars... They had Queen Latifah. That's they had. Yeah, that's the thing. Is this could have cheating. been a funny movie? They had. But instead, it was just really depressing for most of it. They had punches. They had. They I ate mean, food. Winona Ryder is great. And it was just like. <laughs> like somehow, Vince Vaughn's wife was a chef, and we never saw any food, ever, except for takeout. Like, yeah, we saw her in the kitchen telling somebody what to do. Yeah. She was like, we need to educate the because servers. Because there was fish. There was like a scene where they fried some fish. They like changed the fish. She's like, we need to educate the and servers. Like, and he was like, we know. There was and she so was like, no, they don't. Potential for entertainment. What did Winona do? I, we don't even know what her character did. I don't know. Her. She had a Blackberry. Yeah, she had a... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for pointing that out. That's, That's all. So did Channing. <laughs> <laughs> so they did equal nothing. They it was it was such a strange thing that they were talking about how broke they were and they had no money and they poured everything into this whole thing. But they all both had like beautiful homes and apartments, nice clothing, ate out all the time, went to hockey games. Yeah, were able to like buy nice cameras, find ten thousand bucks in cash for a ring. And I was like, what? are you talking about you don't have any money? 
I'm so confused. I mean, my I version know. of no money looks like, well, I guess I gotta, you know, scrounge up some ramen. I gotta, like, <laughs> ration it out. Like, I'll use half a pack of ramen today. <laughs> right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, being broke looks like... Like, mortgage on mortgage <laughs> is, like, a lot different than... Here's... I have a giant apartment. Right? I was just like, then have to down... sign a loan. Right. Downsize. <laughs> Lord. You don't have kids. Yeah. And neither of them have children. Yeah. That was, like, also the crazy thing. I was like, what? Which is fine. Like, great. I'm glad that there weren't kids in the mix. That would have been so much messier. But it reminds me of this vine. Oh, no. <laughs> Everything so reminds you of a vine. Where this guy's like, hey, how much money you got? And he's like, 69 cents. And they're like, oh, sweet. You know what that means? And the guy's like, I don't have enough money for chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Basically. that is the whole broke experience. It really is. Where someone's you're like, like, oh, 69, and you're like, I can't afford chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> That's broke, where you yeah. look at your bank account, and you're like, scrounging for pennies to yeah. get some chicken nuggets. And broke is not, I can drive my 65, whatever, convertible Fancy, convertible, thing. historical car. Around Chicago. With a $10,000 wad in my pocket. Exactly. And like, be like. I want to be that kind of poor, Katie. (laughs) (laughs) That's my kind of broke. Like, you just, like, what? My kind of, What? I can't. I can't. It sucks when you only have one vintage car. Oh, my (laughs) God, I can't even. And then you give a thousand dollars cash to Channing, like and living still in Chicago, buy a giant ring. <sighs> I just. <laughs> I. Mm mm Oh, and they can still pay their employees and stuff. Like I did like the one. <laughs> It did make me laugh that the guy Felix that worked with them, Felix, that he would just like go play The Sims on which hours. <laughs> he like had himself and a bunch of girls that he would make out with on The Sims. That was excellent. I was like, "Ooh, this is good." This and is I good was moment. like, "Oh, this is so." The only great. other part I liked is Vince Vaughn sleeps in his office, wakes up, and Felix is there, and he's like, "What are you doing, Felix?" He's <laughs> yeah. like, "Watching you sleep." <laughs> Creepy, isn't it? Like, which is great. But, like, he's like, creepy, isn't it? And then then Vince Vaughn's like, no, you need to go. This is, you're too much. I don't know where I am. Like, (laughs) I don't know where I am right now. Please go away. Like, no, 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 no. Oh, my lord. I just can't. See, like, that's another side character that could have been really funny. Felix could have been great. Felix was there at the intervention. It was silent and wide-eyed the whole time. (laughs) It was like, we could make Felix into someone really fun. But no, we just had, like, a weird, just, like, a random, quiet, like, brown man as a side character. It was like, great. Cool. Don't even give him some good lines. No. Except for the... His lines were, like, voicemails and... Like, watches someone sleep. That was it. They had so... They had the... Not the potential to be a great movie, but to be a fun movie that was even remotely memorable. I told you, I spent the whole time like, I think I've seen this movie yeah. before. Did you decide if you had? I don't know. <laughs> I think I've just seen the trailer a few times and I, I thought like, I saw the movie. I don't even remember the trailer. At all. I remember seeing... Probably... A, I remembered a lot of things about this movie. I was like, did I watch it? I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> so like two two Tatums. Yeah, we don't recommend it. <laughs> we don't. Oh uh, yeah. Well, 
So, yeah, we are getting close to some good Tatumverse movies, though. Thank the Lord. What's the next one? Uh, let me check the spreadsheet. <laughs> By the way, everybody, Wesley made a spreadsheet, and it is a lifesaver. It is color-coded. Like... Even though I'm always like, what are we watching now? Like, I could easily look at a spreadsheet. It's also on my Google Calendar, so, like, that's a thing. Uh... Uh, the next one is The Son of No One, which I've never heard of. Uh, and then The Eagle. Okay. I'm not sure what that is. But after that is The Vow, 21 Jump Street, Magic Mike. Wait, did those all come out consecutively? That I think so. And like Foxtrotter, Foxcatcher? <laughs> Foxcatcher's not for a while. Okay. I was like, I thought that came so out So the next the in time. the order is, then after Magic Mike... Um, 2019, we'll be watching G.I. Joe Retaliation. No! We need to bring in a man for that one. Can we please just get a boy on yes. and be like, here. Like any guy we just uh, Do you have a penis? Come watch no. G.I. Joe! My neighbors are going to be like, what is wrong with you? I know you do! Stop. I'll pull one of the thousands have, of men I'm dating. Uh, this is the end. White House down. John John. Side effects. I don't know what that one's about. Was he in Don John? Yeah, he was in a movie, maybe? That's gonna... That's a weird one, but I liked that movie. Yeah. The Book of Life, which is an animated movie. Then Foxcatcher. Then the Lego movie. 22 Jump Street. Jupiter Ascending. Magic Mike XXL. (laughs) Then Hateful Mm. Eight. Hail Caesar, Lego Batman, Logan Lucky, and Kingsman in the Golden Circle. God, we just got a long way to go. And that brings us to current times, but we'll tell me. But take by the time we years. get there, he'll be in like eight more movies. Well, by then, yeah. This is the podcast that never ends. Yep. Eventually, it will run out of other movies. <laughs> There'll be none left. <laughs> It'll be only ten uh, forever. But we do have your birthday coming up. <gasps> so we'll have your birthday picks. Oh my gosh, yes. I should probably pick them. It's very soon. And then we'll have my birthday picks right after 21 Jump Street. So whoop, that'll be nice. Whoop, 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 whoop. My name is Jen. <laughs> I love those movies. They're so dumb and I love them. It's so good. Right, well, everybody, if you found any of this remotely tantalizing, I'm sorry. <laughs> you <laughs> might... Uh, want to go eat a bowl of cereal and see how you feel after that? <laughs> no, no. I'm gonna take this a step further. Oh no! Go watch yourself eat a bowl of cereal, <laughs> and then let me know what's tantalizing. Oh, don't do that. I you can tweet us. You can tweet to Katie. I you don't can tweet us <laughs> at, at Viewing Party Pod on Twitter. You can also find us on Instagram for like great graphics and hilarious poll quotes that Wesley creates. Uh, you can find us on our Instagram is also viewing party pod. You can email us if you feel like, you know, just sending an email. If you feel like looking like you're working at work, you really just want to send an email to no one. You can totally email you can us. totally email us at viewingpartypod at gmail.com. For all of the show notes, all of the links to anything else that we mentioned I don't know that we mentioned a whole lot, but I'm sure we did. There's a lot of TV shows before we got to this <laughs> yes. movie. <laughs> yes, you can go find all of that information at viewingpartypod.com. Ooh, and there's a new feature up on the oh, website. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I finally finished our guest page. Guests! So if you go to our website and go to the episodes page, there's a link to see all of our former guests. 
and you can see the lovely faces of almost everyone and then links to their episodes and their pages and whatnot so and there's a place where there where you can apply to be a guest if you would like to yep 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 it doesn't take much to be a guest we just gotta make sure that you're like sane do we know you are you a cool person yeah like can you talk <laughs> Look at all these chickens. I've been watching a lot of vines lately. Don't worry about me. I'm going to be all right. Uh, so yeah, website. Yeah, website. Uh, that's pretty much all we got. You ready to wrap this up? Yes. Awesome. Uh, join us next week when we watch something else and talk about something different. Until then, this has been Viewing, viewing party. party. I've had to blow my nose this whole time. <laughs> I've just been touching my nose, trying to like make it. Does that help? Make it end. Well, it kind of like <laughs> stops the flow a little bit, just to like. I'm just having flashbacks to you being like Harry Potter, no nose. Yeah, ever since then, I feel like I. I just don't know if I can eat cereal anymore. I have to wait a while. You know what I miss though? You know what would have been better? You remember the? You remember those videos of? Ryan Gosling not eating his cereal? Yes. <laughs> we will link to that because it's the best thing about this movie. I watched it again that recently and was like, Gosling oh memes. my god. It's so good. It's so funny. <laughs>